What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, my name is Matt Weber. I am a realtor spending way too much of my free time on this very niche Dunwoody podcast. My co-host and brother-in-law is Justin Dyke. Justin is the founder of PoolDues.com and the designer of our amazing new business directory on the website. We're filling it up with local businesses that want to advertise and kind of become part of our crew. If you're looking to associate with guys like us, it's very affordable advertising at only $50 per year. Our website is getting a ton of views and your business listing with logo and link will be randomly shuffled into the sidebar of our articles. So if you or a friend that you know have a local business, be sure to check that out. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics is our first and favorite sponsor. We got to hang out with him and his family this weekend at Apple Cider Days at Donnie B's. Our kids really enjoy petting all the farm animals and sitting on the tractor. Another classic small town Dunwoody event. Today's show is a cool one. We recorded this yesterday and I can't stop thinking about it. So everybody in Dunwoody has once dreamt of breaking away from DeKalb County Schools and forming our own independent school system. That's just not going to happen though. But Peachtree Charter Middle School now has the opportunity to do the next best thing and become a completely autonomous charter school. Here's our conversation with PCMS Foundation co-chairs Erica Harris and Emily Seo. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're here with uh, Emily Seo and Erica Harris in school-like conditions right now because we're at the Georgetown Clubhouse and there's no heat. Is that what it's like? No, I'm actually Peachtree? sitting in a child's chair. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm a little lower than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> if it was summer and there was no AC, I think that would make more sense. But yeah, heat, heat seems to be good in our schools. Yes. So. Well, wait till those the, the winter hits those trailers, right? I mean, the wind's just going to go right through those things. <laughs> uh, that's true. How do they heat those? It's a learning cottage. They have, learning co- the they learning have cottage. They have plumbing, heating, and cooling. <laughs> they oh, do. Do, do they have plumbing? Really? I don't think we they ever do. had trailers. They have bathrooms. bathrooms they have bathrooms. Well, they That's thought nice. of everything then. They did. Maybe those trailers no, aren't so bad. No kitchen. No kitchen. No kitchen. <laughs> well, you guys seem like you got some exciting news for us. Yeah, um, we do. And we're going to ask dumb questions because we know nothing about the middle schools. That's okay. That's okay. okay. We're good. We're good. We used to both be teachers. Okay. So we're good with dumb questions. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll raise my hand before each one. Do you need a drum roll for the exciting news? <laughs> Who wants to deliver it? You go ahead. You do? Okay. Yes. Um, so uh, Emily and I are the uh, governing co-chairs at PCMS. And um, for everyone out there in the um, world of listening, uh, PCMS is a charter school. So we're a conversion charter school. And the exciting news for PCMS is that we get a choice. Da, da, da. And the choice is we are either going to be a traditional school or we get to be a fully autonomous charter school. And um, that's pretty cool because right now for the last 20 years, PCMS has been operating as a charter school. That's kind of a hybrid charter. It's kind of a charter school, kind of a traditional school. Um, and uh, what has been shared as an expectation is that if we want to continue to hold our charter, PCMS gets to take the whole shebang. Um, and by shebang, we mean everything. Transportation, lunch service, all the trouble. HR, all the trouble, all the financial fun. The good, the um, bad. The good, the bad, and the ugly. How have we not heard about this? Has this? Have you guys known about this for a while? Or did it all of a sudden pop up? Or were you keeping it secret? Or 
Um, no, not keeping secret at all. Actually, um, we are sharing things in lifetime. Um, so I think that the clarity of the expectation feels new to a lot of people. Um, the truth is, is that the state always had a goal where charter schools would really look autonomous. And so conversion charters were the start. And then they built these, um, these programs called uh, startup charters. And startup charters were really uh, people who were interested in creating a school altogether, but being a public state-funded school could just start a school um, they realized the benefit of those and as such they tried moving conversion charters to look more and more and more like a state charter uh, back in 2016 actually when PCMS entered its last renewal there was an expectation put forth by the state and the state said um, hey if y'all want to keep being a charter we need you to grow your autonomy so the state signed off on the charter along with DCSD and the state said it was like stepdad walked in and was like, okay, you know, you guys were okay with you guys, you know, coming up with this deal, but you have got to add on to the autonomy over these next five years. So three and a half years later, Emily and I walked in to our co-chair positions and we started looking at the charter and we started looking at autonomy and looking at compliance and um, just raising some questions, concerns. And, um, and uh, dad, the state of Georgia, stepped back in and said, hey, we're confused. We told you that we wanted you to have more autonomy. And at this point, three and a half later, three and a half years later, you're saying um, you don't have any more autonomy. And in fact, you're struggling with the autonomy you already have. And that's when you guys got there. And that's yeah. when we Fun. got there. So that was October of this year. And um we said, all right, we understood the expectations and the expectations were clear. If you wanna be a, a true charter school, you've got to take the whole shebang. And if you don't, that's okay too. Like, but it would mean that the next renewal, you would not be a charter and we'd revert to a traditional school. So what are those things that we have to be autonomous over? Transportation, is that one of them? Everything. Everything? Okay. So think of uh, Peachtree operating similarly to a private school, we would, um, we would Peachtree Charter Middle School would be over everything. We would get uh, a, a certain amount of money that we normally get that's in our budget from DeKalb County. They would hand that over to us, um, and then we would spend it however we want to spend it. But once it's gone for the year, it's gone. So every, you know, we would be in charge of, of running everything. Um, teachers, human resources, food, transportation a cafeteria alone that's a lot of work it is but a lot if you don't of know the, what you're doing already exactly you know? but a lot of that can be subcontracted back out so it could be to the county or maybe another um, transportation service that other schools use um, some charters don't provide transportation but that's not something we're considering I also think it's important to share that Erica and I are here delivering this message, but this isn't our message or our decision to make. It is, um, it's not even the governing board's decision to make, it's what we call our stakeholders' decision. And that's why we're trying to get information out to the public about it, because it's the stakeholders that will, will vote and decide if we should pursue this option or if we should go back to a traditional DeKalb County school so system. who are the stakeholders? Oh, good question. Is that the middle school um, parents? Or? Yeah, no, actually, so um, the stakeholders who actually count are the middle school parents. and But this is the interesting thing. Teachers. So, um, yeah, so parents, um, so stakeholders are parents, 
teachers, staff members. Um, so anyone who actually lives, works, plays inside of the PCMS building would be considered a stakeholder. Um, what's interesting ab about this transition we're in though is that every year we get a new group of parents who comes in. So really uh, the vote, um, we're looking at two things. We're looking in December first doing a, a vote that really is polling our stakeholders and saying, are we interested in doing this? because it's a lot of work. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. Um, so if they're interested in this idea of full autonomy, if they're interested in um, in pursuing PCMS and, and really building something incredible, um, let's put hands in and, and let's do this. If they're not, we'll roll into a traditional school. But the key part is though, is that the actual vote when we write the petition for the new charter for the renewal, that actually isn't voted on until August, 2020. So current eighth graders this year, those families would not be voting on it. But all fifth grade parents this year, because they'll be sixth grade next year in August of 2020, they would be voting on it. So it's the kind of thing that if you have elementary school students, um, and if you have fifth graders in particular, it's something you wanna keep your ear to the ground on. Um, and then I think just having the community behind it in general is going to be important because to become a fully autonomous charter is really, about building something uh, unique and it goes way beyond transportation it goes way beyond transportation lunch service you know even hr management um, you're talking about building a school that is unique and provides something exceptional and can't be found somewhere else so when we talk charters we talk innovation and it's not just about autonomy but it's about what education um, what innovative programming do you have that is different than anywhere else in in DeKalb County in the state of Georgia even nationally that will bring results in and so why do we need our community engaged in this because what we're going to be looking for is community partnerships corporate partnerships what can we do to build a school program together that is exceptional and that will beat the odds and be the type of school that people from all over the state and all over the country are looking at as an example for a middle school. Yeah, it's like a business almost. I mean, you don't have oh. DeKalb County looking over you. You're going to need like managers and oh, yeah. all different types of people. And that's a good point because when we, when we, if we decide to move towards this, it won't be the parents running the school, the operations that, you know, we'll take a portion of that money and we'll hire a chief operating officer. For half and the cost that DeKalb County would. <laughs> Probably. Possibly. You're not allowed to say it, so we'll say it. Um, so it's not, this isn't something, um, we do need lots of help and we need lots of support, but there's things that we, as parents, won't run. Uh, and then the governing board right now is made up a lot of parents. We do have community members, but the governing board will look much different because it can't just be a group of parents controlling the, you know, the teachers and the administration. It has to be more of a business type of function. Right. And really that's a best practices in charter schools anyways, and that's something that as we are looking at this, how can PCMS show best practice? And, um, and that goes back to the whole you know parents parents are great and parents are great for ptos and we do have a lot of vision and we know what we um we know what we think will work but when we're talking about running a school yeah you are talking about a business you're you're talking about something that is it's so complex that you really need to um employ the the help um the assistance the um knowledge of people who are frankly just a lot smarter than we are 
Um, it's a big deal. I mean, 1,600 kids, you know. Do you know we, what the current operating budget is for a year? Um, we don't know the current operating budget, but we can tell you because that's not something that the governing um, board currently controls. Um, but what we can tell you is that it's funded um, by FTE funding. So PCMS would receive its full FTE funding. Um, so just what DeKalb would have given it before. It would receive Title I funding as long as we qualify for Title I funding. And um, the only money that's kicked back is 3% of the FTE funds go back to DeKalb County, and that's for administrative purposes as well as special ed. There's some the intangibles in there is what we kind of call them. We don't really know what the 3% is for. Uh, we've Ask the state what's PayPal the 3% for. <laughs> PayPal fees. I mean, we're not quite sure, but the 3% does um, does go back. But it's, you know, the state did recently pass some pretty strong law in terms of how charter schools are funded to help make sure that charter schools were protected from the funding side. You don't want to set someone up for failure out the gate because you're not giving them equity and funding. Right. And you all may or may not know, but we wouldn't be the first fully autonomous charter school in DeKalb County. There, there are other okay. successful Who charter schools. Who are some schools. of those? Um, Do you know any of the names? Globe. Oh, Globe's one of them. Um, so uh, something actually I think that's probably more relevant, there's a lot of startup charters inside of DeKalb County, Tapestry, there's there's a whole number of them. But um, in something that would look like us though, when you're a startup charter, you're having to find your building and, and really you're starting from scratch. But we're not. I mean, we have nice we have a population. Yes. No, this is great. We have a population of students we know we're going to serve. We know who our kids are. Um, we have a facility that's huge. Um, so we would actually look more like APS. Um, Atlanta Public School has a fully autonomous conversion charter school, and that is Centennial Middle School. And so they're called Centennial Academy. So really, that's what we'd be looking at doing. If this occurs, we would be the second school to do this in the state of Georgia. Um, Georgia is not approving any more conversion charters. In fact, there is less than two handful of conversion charters left in general. Um, why is that? And the reason that is is because being a hybrid charter school it really is one of the greatest conflicts of interest you can have out there. It, it doesn't allow, there's no real autonomy because, for instance, PCMS is going to have a strategic plan. DCSD has a strategic plan. So whose strategic plan are you working towards? Um, your, um, your school leader is supposed to be working towards the goals of the charter. But what if the goals of the charter are in conflict with the goals of DCSD? Right. And so, but your um, your school leader who's supposed to be working for the charter is a direct employee of DCSD. And so who are they beholden to? So this hybrid situation the state's realized is really not successful at the end of the day to be able to fully meet those needs of a charter school. So they've said the best way to operate is either fully autonomous or you know within a traditional operation. So to educate the community about all the options and, and the pros and cons of becoming a fully autonomous charter school, Erica has created a wonderful presentation and workshop, um, and it's called uh, Charter 101. How's the grammar in that? The grammar's amazing. Okay. I threw in a test, actually. Uh, there was a test for our first session where I added an apostrophe 
with it apostrophe s and it was a trick question i want to see how smart our parents were and someone got it <laughs> yes yeah, they got, got it it. <laughs> it was like yes and they saw it i wish they'd signed their name to that card because i would have like given them the five dollar starbucks gift card for winning <laughs> It was amazing. We did correct that though because now we tested our parents. We know they're good. They're yes. good. They okay, got good. it. So uh, we had a we had a ser- the first part of that series um, was we're doing one for parents and then we did one for teachers because they have a lot of questions that parents don't have. They want to know how it affects them. Are they still going to get paid? They're still yes. going to get yeah. paid. <laughs> Uh, and we think there's going to be a lot of benefits to the teachers uh, if they be, if they would jump on board and be a part of this with us. So uh, we we did a phase one, and then we're going to do a phase two for teachers and parents. And phase two is going to be more of an input uh, question answer session. And uh, the dates for those teachers are on the 18th at 4:15 p.m. And it's not just teachers; it's faculty and staff. So it will be at PCMS. So their opportunity is on the 18th at 4.15 p.m. And then for uh, parents and community members, it's going to be on the 19th at 6 p.m. at PCMS as well. And the second round is really going to be engaging. Um, we're going to break into small groups. And really, we're going to I – mean, there was a ton of questions. I mean, a ton of questions. So we went – I've got know, a million that I'm ready to ask. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we'll want you to ask them. Um, but we took – we got answers, and so we're going to put those answers out. And then – what we're going to do is um, really have the stakeholders start breaking down, doing that SWOT analysis. You know, what are the strengths of PCMS? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities with both traditional and um, becoming fully autonomous? Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Um, and then let's also start talking about vision. What are the opportunities out there? Take those blinders off. What do you see PCMS being able to be? And then are you willing to work for it? So that will be session two. We're excited for that one because it's going to be less us blabbing at people and more people getting their hands dirty. Neither one of you guys have students at middle school level yet, right? No, you're not close. Yet. Close. We're close. Yeah, We're you're getting close. there. Okay. A couple years. Because Peachtree already has some neat programs that some schools may not have, uh, but those are no longer innovative because they are something that we that Peachtree could actually have as a regular DeKalb County school uh, so that doesn't mean we're going to get rid of any of those programs or we would want to but uh, it's it means that we're going to add to those programs and, and make it even more innovative and unique uh, right now we have a stem academy you guys have you heard about that mm-hmm. so science technology engineering and mathematics <laughs> so uh, they actually for eighth graders they can apply to be in a stem academy and it is a core group of about classes 130 kids, yeah. um, 100, about 130, 130 130 kids and uh, they they do project-based learning um, it's a collaborative uh, based curriculum engineering program i mean they are building a tiny house they are tiny house yeah i love that yeah yeah yeah. they they do the cold my daughter was in it last year and you know they built race cars and they build sea perch projects you know and they uh just a ton of things they the hardest part she had to do actually was she had to invent something that did not exist and build it herself and i have never seen her think harder work harder um be more angry and uh, she, she eventually... Just tell me what to build, <laughs> Mom. I mean, it was like, you know, she'd take her idea in, and then, you know, the teacher would be like, it already exists, and show it to her. She's like, dang it, you know? But um, it really made them work, made them think, and realize that innovation's hard. You know, it's it, you know engineering is 
as as much design and um, and and being innovative as it is, you know. Just what did she make? Oh Lord, uh, it's okay. So Brianna, I love you um, because she said she wants to listen to this. I love you, baby. Just prefacing this, <laughs> she <laughs> she made a travel um, a travel plate and silverware box so that you could take your lunch on the go with silverware in the bottom. So it was. It was adorable. Uh, it was this little box that had a pull-out drawer where you would keep your napkin and silverware, and on top was the plate, and it was for if you were in the car on the way, you know, to go somewhere to eat, but you didn't, you know, want to just be tacky and eat eat out of the, you know, Happy Meal box or whatever. It was great. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So she, but she had to make it. I think that's the neat part is that, you know, this STEM program is very about um, having kids be self-directed learners and um, really take charge of their education. On top of it, they get to get quite a few high school courses as well so um it really wait they're doing high school courses in middle school now yeah, yeah. Oh, oh a lot yeah our kids at pcms actually have up to high school, five high school um course options um you know but that's the great thing i do think that that's something that we do offer that's wonderful at pcms is that and that's open to anybody you don't have to be identified gifted you don't have to be you know you have to be a hard worker you have to want something self-motivated and so if you are that and you love math take the accelerated math course and then in eighth grade you take your ninth grade math if you love language you can get two years of french or two years of spanish at pcms high school art if you're an art um, artist you can um, get a high school art class in eighth grade engineering is um, another one that is a, another uh, high school class option in eighth grade and then also there's the science um, the science course which is a high school credit for eighth grade also so lots of options for kids to be you know um, just self-motivated and self-directed we don't we don't put requirements on how the kids need to score because we believe that a lot of times that our kids are best motivated through their own um, individual desires and acknowledging their strengths and being able to pursue them. So if you did become a fully autonomous, is that the word? Autonomous Uh charter school, would DeKalb County still be putting test scores, like comparing your test scores to other people's? Oh yeah, for sure. Actually, um, so that's something, if you want to be a charter school, something you have to agree to is that you will outperform other schools and so probably do that anyway though right already um, we did until this this current year we're not quite sure what happened at pcms um the governing board is still waiting to understand that um pcms took actually a a really hard hit this year and so um we don't understand it it was a 10 point drop in the world of ccrpi scores so so painful um that happened chestnut like three or four years ago they dropped way down and then they figured it out and it jumped right back up. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, part of that, uh, a couple of years ago, they were messing with the scores in terms of how scores were calculated. The scores that were calculated this year actually stayed consistent. So most schools saw, um, saw growth actually. So we're not, we're still figuring out why we took that drop. Um, but um, I think this goes back to the full autonomous part is that this is, it's a little bit hard when you're a hybrid and you want to see programs implemented in a specific way and they aren't necessarily being implemented because the autonomy isn't there to be able to do that. So this would be taking that back into the hands and then making sure that the programs that we have in order, because we've, we know our students, we know what they need. We, we look at them, we can see them and we want to be able to adapt and adjust. Um, and so, being able to do that um, in a way that's uh, local, school-based. You know, we know we know the kids best there, so the programs we can create will be able to address their needs best. 
So are there we, companies that help you transition? I guess if this has only happened once before, it's... Yes, yeah, so there, there are actually consultants. Uh, we may get to the point once we are f- further down the road to where we might engage a consultant. Right now, uh, the state um, Board of Education has provided Peachtree Charter Middle School uh, to... Would you say consultants? consultants yeah, yeah, two consultants, uh, free of use, that are that work for the Georgia Charter School Association. GCSA. Yes. Da, da, da. So um, they're both helping us and guiding us and leading us uh, towards these options, and uh, we feel grateful to have them. They're experts in um, in charters. They're experts uh, with writing charters that right now we're in the process of working on a strategic plan if we move forward with the charter. Um, I think it's also important to share with our listeners that just because they may not be a parent that can vote for the charter or you know they, they don't have a, a child there right now, they could still get involved in this process and we need them to get involved or in this spread process. The word at least. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because there's going to be a lot of hands-on opportunities. Uh, we're writing a strategic plan right now. We want to represent all different types of people as we write this plan. We need educators to help us write the plan. We need business people to help us write the plan. We need moms, stay-at-home moms. We need school leaders. School le- you, you know, know anybody and everybody. Somebody, if you've and then we really we'll, gonna need those teachers too. We need yes. lawyers. It's smart need to have teachers. their yeah. own. Yeah. No, we need. Yeah, and we need, and we really want our PCMS teachers fully engaged in the process as well. Because um, at the end of the day, this is a full collaboration. And and why do we want our community involved in this process along the way? Also, outside of just parents um, and even our schoolhouse teachers, is because that governing board in the future is going to be led by the community members. Um, it's not going to be parent representative heavy. So, you know, having them come in and, and be part of that process and um, helping guide us in our goals and, and value-based decision-making is going to be really important. So if you're interested, they could reach out to Erica or myself. Um, Emily. The, yes, Emily. Mm-hmm. On We have a Facebook page, um, PCMS Foundation, Foundation mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh, you, could, you could message us or... Um, Yep, just hop the onto charter. the website. Yeah, yeah the webs- we have a website. Um, PCMS Membership Toolkit. Yes. And all of our contact information is on there. You may know another governing board member. They're just as involved as we are. We're just here speaking on their behalf today. So you can reach out to any of the board members or, you know, really anybody at school to, to help get involved and definitely come to one of our meetings. Uh, we have... We have public meetings held monthly. Then we have committee meetings held weekly almost at the school. So there's a lot of ways to get involved, and we are really encouraging the community to do that. Yeah. We, we have a – it's the new phrase is, if you put your hand up, you have to put your hand in. Yeah. and Because uh, it is. It's a lot of work. Careful with so, that hand. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's something where – I mean, it's, it's one thing to say, this sounds great. This would be so amazing. Yes, I want a charter school. But then to realize that, you know, the charter school and, and anything that we do really is a community-driven vision. So um, – and there is. There's room for everybody, you know, even if it's just attending meetings for input. 
you know, that's that's something, right? Um, sharing the word, um, or you're awesome and you want to lead a committee or be part of a committee, and um, you know, we're going to have PTO, we're going to have the governance side. There's 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 a space for everyone. Yeah. What does DeKalb County think about this? I mean, they're giving you consultants, so I guess that's a well, that's the state. They probably don't the want to deal. Us. They're probably tired of dealing with. That's a good school, question. Right? I mean, I think. Um, I mean, and I think Emily and I have talked about this before. Um, so the state was given the same directive that PCMS was. And um, we're working with a really wonderful lady, Shakina Champion. She's part, or she's actually head of the school innovation department. And Shakina came from Fulton. And she was with Fulton when Fulton became a, um, what's called a charter system. So Fulton County operates with all of their schools operate like charter schools. Really? Yeah. So, the, so that's a, it's a really cool. And if you ever want to bring someone to talk about that, you should grab Pam Talmadge and Dan Weber because they um, know a ton about charter systems. DCSD didn't choose to do a charter system. They could have, but they chose something called strategic waivers instead. So, um, DCSD has about 40 waivers from the state of Georgia, things like seat time, um, and class size, you know, some of those waivers, Wa things you can never waive, by the way, and, and the world of listeners needs to know this. Um, our special ed kids will always be taken care of. Our ESOL kids will always be taken care of. You cannot waive anything um, having to do with servicing uh, those types of needs. So any sort of legal requirements like that, we will always, um, and it's it's extremely important to us that we'll meet those needs. Uh, so that will always be available. That's Those aren't the kind of things that you can waive. Like calendaring is, you know, there's there's a bunch of different things. Yeah, we could set our own school schedule yeah. Ooh. if um, we wanted to. Interesting. Oh yeah, no, I mean, yes, you, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, the, god, that could be so fun. Four day school weeks. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. I got super excited over the lunch thing too. I was like, oh, lunch, and then I kind of got my hand smacked because I got super excited. I started envisioning round tables and salad buffets and you know, like lemon water for the kids, and then. And then in one of our first conversations about this, um, one of our GCSA uh, contractors said, yeah, and everyone always immediately goes to lunch and goes, oh, we can improve lunch. And he goes, that's the worst thing you can do in the world because it's the most expensive thing. And I was just like, dang it. So down no, the road, no round can, tables we can for make me. It, we <laughs> could make it a, a nicer cafe, but... Um, lemon water is cheap though. lemon water is cheap no but so when we talk about things like calendar the one thing to remember is that PCMS would be the only uh, school that would look like this in the cluster and so when we're maximizing on dollars like transportation we have to keep in mind that we will be negotiating back for transportation and uh, creating contracts like that with GCSD likely which means that we would need to be cognizant of what the schedule is for the elementary and high school as well um, but that's something that you know you know, I think the community's already talked about this is like, well, you know, what could this look like in the future, though? If PCMS can do this successfully, and, you know, what could it look like for the elementary schools? What could it look like for the high school? And so I think some of this is, like Emily just said, it's a maybe not a today, but a, a tomorrow talk. So, yeah. And, and so far, all of the feedback we've heard is go, go. That's what I We think. can't get yeah. there fast enough. You know, when can we do it? Uh, we're, we're, we have a plan. We have to build a timeline to work towards the goal. But the, um, our charter actually ends in 2021. Yeah, June of 2021. So it would, um, and then in July of 2021 is when we would begin 
our fully autonomous charter. But but in order to get there, we're going to have a timeline where we have to work towards those goals. That doesn't mean we're going to run transportation next year. That just means that we're going to work towards Learn how to run transportation. Exactly. Yeah, put the people. We're going to set the business up, yeah. right? We we said the other day, it's like it's. You know, you don't when you see a business open the doors and it's in a building that they didn't decide to do that a month before it happened. They they worked on that for a long time. And it's a little rusty for a while. Yes. Especially with restaurants. Yes. Yeah. You should learn how to work a switchboard like breaker breaker, release the bus. Uh, yeah. Oh, for the transportation. Yeah. yeah. Could Someone's you, got to, right? Justin, do you have spare time? Could you take this on? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do the morning shift. That's it's right. When our kids will get to school, though. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting. I mean, it's exciting. And, um, you know, the one thing that I really um, I want the listeners and I just want everyone who's in this to know is that, you know, we're doing this because we're doing this because we believe in something. And... Um, and we and we believe it's better and we believe it's better yeah i mean and that's that's the neat part it's it's really exciting to think about what a middle school could look like outside of um a standard six period seven period a day operation go show up learn homework this that um this idea for partnership the stem academy is such a neat place to start like gosh with this great stem academy what if every grade level looked like this unique learning lab and we were bringing in these incredible corporate partners and giving our kids um, internship learning hands-on experiences there were monthly field trips to these different places where they were going to cox communications or setting up their own podcasts inside the school we created a, a classroom that was for students giving podcasts um what if um we can we were, use that room it's a little cold in yeah. here today. I mean, look, if you run the club. Let's break their equipment. We don't want competition. We will promise you, we will promise you heat. AC, you know, sometimes <laughs> is a little tenuous. Um, but um, no, I, I, the limits are really, or the, the options are limitless, rather. And that's, I think that's super cool to know. And remembering that we live in, in such an amazing area. We've got Mercedes-Benz, Lockheed Martin. We have Northrop Grumman. We have um, Cox Communication. We have um, Pill Hill. Uh, we have Northside. We have a Children's Hospital. We have Emory. We have the CDC. We have the EPA. We have Chattahoochee Nature Center. We have the most incredible partners that we could use to help create a school that just opened windows for these kids. Um, part of this opportunity is to allow our kids to take what they're learning today and, and look at the real world application to start to inspire them and grow them. So as they hit high school, um, they're, they're more invested in that education because they've got some actual stuff to you know, think about how, how it could be meaningful to them. What are some of the negatives that people have said? I mean, it seems like everybody would be on board. Is it just too big of something to vision? I think that when you think of the whole concept of we would have to run everything, it's very overwhelming. Uh, but actually, we wouldn't have to do that. Yeah, and you'd have a lot of money to do it, too. Right. right. But it sounds like a lot of money, but it's, it is a risk because we don't know exactly what it takes to operate that school. Yeah, you think they're all inflated costs, but they might you know, be closer right. to that. Right. So, I mean, that's another, that's another area where we really need community support and, um, you know, financial help. As we, as we do this, 
we're going to have to hire an attorney to help us um, with the negotiations with DeKalb County, uh, you know, making sure that our charter is nice and tight, that it is in, in the right state of, uh, you know, think like a lawyer. So we don't think that way. We think like educators. So um, we're going to need, there's going to be additional fundraising that's going to be needed to help us get there. Uh, so, you know, some people, that might scare them. Um, I think the unknown sometimes is also scary, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just unknown and yeah. change, change can be really good. Uh, I think one of the best things about the opportunity is working collaboratively with the entire school. Uh, you know, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's working towards the same goal um, because sometimes we know with DeKalb County and other types of leadership, we, we're not always working together. Uh, we need to remember who we're working for as the kids and that we're all working towards the same goal is to help them achieve. I mean, when, when Erica talks about all the things with the STEM Academy and even building a tiny house, I mean, I would want to get up and go to school. I would forget that I'm learning math because I'm out there building a tiny house. You know, you're, you're learning and, and you nice don't sports even. sports fields. Yes. They're being built. Yes. And look at all the access to, they're right across from Brook Run. Mm -hmm. And Brook Run is, you know, has building the amphitheater and all of these the other yeah adding to, in arts to yeah that adding STEM. arts more into the program i think would be a really big benefit we want to hear from the community what they what maybe they know they have an idea that what would be value? very innovative or you know maybe you're from an area that had a really awesome school that really helped kids perform and and is exciting we want to hear about those opportunities well and fundraising might be a little bit easier now because it's like well, we're not getting the money anywhere else it's we're you know we really got our hand out here and it's all going i mean they know what it's going yeah, that, towards right. we have more control yeah and the one thing you know that's interesting about dunwoody is we are the city that wanted our own school system and so you know yeah, it, right this is a great this is this is a great step of of really i think practicing what you preach you know, if you really believe that um, that local control is best, you're not going to get more local than this. I mean, this is this is it. So, and it really um, puts the kids at the front and center point, right? Like, it's why we're doing this because we believe in in the opportunity for them. So, and we wouldn't get this opportunity and then just have it forever. Yeah. The way it works is you it's a renewal period of five years so if we were granted this then we would have five years in those five years we have to show that we're growing that we're improving test scores that we're beating the odds so it's not one of these things that you just you get it and then you go oh, thank yeah. the we're lord done. we're done and is there an opportunity no. for the other schools to do this or was this just a there is i think middle again like i mean um no it's not a middle school loophole we were a charter before so the conversation for us i think is very natural because this is kind of the next step in the evolution of pcms but um I mean, any school goes, could well, become a charter school okay. and actually right now uh Shambly high school is in the same boat and they're about to they'll they'll be renew their renewal will be up the same time as ours and they're they have the same opportunity so they have their conversion charter like we are right now and the state has said we won't renew your current charter the way it is as a conversion so you can either go fully autonomous or regular um 
DeKalb County School. So it's not just it's not just us. We happen to be two charters right here close by that are renewing in the same time period and they're receiving the same message. They're also the state is also um, giving them the same uh, consultants for free um, for with the Georgia Georgia Charter, Charter Schools Association. Association. So they have um, the same access to the the things that we have as well. So it's not we're not privileged we're taking advantage of what is being offered to us right that's cool the state the state is helping too yeah no we're so appreciative for um gcsa and even for the guidance from the state um a side note just because i've been dying to say this so i've always called the georgia department of education i've always called it the g-a-d-o-e isn't that what everyone else says i just learned that actually they say godot yes i have <gasps> i was like the first time i heard it i was like godot Who's Godot? And then it took me a minute. I put it together. But Godot and GCSA have been super supportive of us. Um, we've really um, appreciated their guidance, their knowledge, and, and, and their enthusiasm. I think it's been, and they provided the same enthusiasm to DCSD. And um, in one of the letters that we received to both us and Shakina Champion with the innovation part of DCSD is the state said, we believe you guys can do this. You know, we believe you're the one to help lead it there. And we think that this is something that's great and possible. And so um, hopefully with all that enthusiasm, it's shared and um, we'll see. Well, that's really neat. That's uh, we'll get, we'll help you get the word out for it. Thank you. We'll help you you guys fundraise too. Yeah. You want to tell them about the directory? Yeah, we do have a business directory. And so what we're going to do is um, for certain, like let's say a two week period, we'll say anybody that gets into the business directory signs up for it. We're going to give the money toward whatever the Peachtree middle school music program. Right. And then just keep doing that. You know, just keep throwing the money around and, um, nice. Even yeah. if it's a few you. hundred dollars, that'd be cool, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. Super schools, cool. schools will take any money you give them. Yeah, yeah. we will. What? So reach out to us if you have a fundraiser that's coming up and you're listening to this. But yeah. perfect. Thank you guys. We should have yeah. let Great off with that. Really. We should have let off. Yeah, maybe you could go back. Okay, I'll put this at the beginning. Do you want to know how to edit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't know how to edit. Okay. That's Justin. We'll I'll get in touch with that. those middle schools. Well, some of our kids teach you how to do it. Matt, edit with Justin. No, that's not true. He does all the editing. But a middle school intern would be kind of cool to have, too. It one would. Of those, yes. One of those Super podcasting cool. crew. Yeah, there's a partnership opportunity. There we go. There we go. Actually, it that is. would be awesome to, for us to go to the school and just be like, just grab, like, let's say three random kids and be like, what's the scuttlebutt around Peachtree Middle? You know? Oh, Lord. Yeah. You better. Oh, you talk about the parents would one. listen. <laughs> that could be a weekly, that could be a weekly uh, podcast. Yeah. Is there any fights this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do you get... Your vape. That's right. That's no. Right. no, so we can no, shut them down. We can right? shut them down. The parents can start hanging out there and catch that's true. Their kids. That's true because then that's true. Yeah, parents, you we, would want. We need to be in the know. Sure. Well, when the parents show up, the kids won't go there. So <laughs> true. Yeah. True. We could just, just put go, one parent outside the vape. Go shop. over to the dugout. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> no, we could show when they show up. We could be working in the vape shop. Yeah, <laughs> your mom's behind the counter. Oh, hey! I was looking for you. That's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> oh. Well, cool. Well, that was fun. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks yeah, for having thanks us. Thanks for having us.